Let's begin. I missed today's show. What happened? How you doing, everybody? It is Scotch coming to you from the Jack FM studios, powered by Epic Welding. And I was out shopping yesterday, so I was at Walmart. And I don't know if theft has gotten bad, if it's just in our area or if it was because of COVID. But I noticed certain commonplace items I used to see on the shelves are now locked up. For example, lubes, perfumes, condoms. And I've even read that places are keeping stuff like shampoo locked away. So I, and I've heard of people stealing drugs from pharmacies, but this seems odd. Three people near Lancaster, Pennsylvania just got charged with stealing over $1,000 in Yankee candles from a CVS. Who's stealing candles? Well, I'll tell you who. The thieves were in their early 20s, and they were hit with felony retail theft and criminal conspiracy charges. The law does not play with candle thieves, apparently. Last summer, another person got multiple felonies for stealing candles. What? Uh, Is this some kind of new theft ring? Candle theft? Two of the suspects turned themselves in, and the police are still looking for the third, but the remaining questions are even more intriguing. What were the thieves looking at doing with $1,000 in candles? Right? That's number one. And number two, why, why did CVS have $1,000 worth of candles in stock? Isn't it a drugstore? It's a hell of a lot of candles. And how did these thieves get away with all those candles without anybody noticing? I mean, you can't shove $1,000 worth of candles in your coat. Clearly, they weren't caught in the act or it wouldn't have taken the authorities four months to make an arrest. But here's what I think is even more odd. A Florida man just got accused of stealing a crossbow by shoving it down his pants. Oh, my. Darren Durant was allegedly caught on camera putting the crossbow into his trousers earlier this month. And I think it might have sounded a little something like this. Something like this. this. Oh, wow. Is that a crossbow in your pants? Or are you just happy to... Oh, God, no. Oh, Crossbow. More on the way here on 1019 Jack FM. Can I get a fist bump? No. Mm, confessions of a radio DJ. I had to call my wife the other day and I didn't have my cell phone. And if you're 40 or older, you probably remember the days when you had all of your friends' phone numbers memorized. And even if you didn't call people often, you at least knew close family members and coworkers' numbers. Cell phones have essentially made that obsolete. I don't remember any phone numbers anymore. I mean, I can remember my childhood phone number for our for our house growing up in Holly. I remember the, the phone number of my wife and I's first home, our landline, but I don't know her current cell number because I don't, I don't have to. It's just stored in my phone. All the numbers I need are stored in my phone. So if you ask me how many phone numbers I had memorized other than my own, I would have to say, well, zero. <laughs> And I'm not uh, I'm not all alone because in a new poll, people were asked how many phone numbers they had memorized other than their own. 31% of people said zero. 38% said one or two. Uh, 19% said they know up to five. And what do you think the percentage is of people that remember more than 10 phone numbers? 1%. Shocking. Which, again, would have been a lot higher 25 years ago. I, which, I think that we don't use our brains as much anymore. Pretty pretty sad state of affairs. Uh, Minnesota mom giving her teenage son $1,800 for staying off of social media for six years. Here they are talking about the deal she put on the table and how her son spent six years off social media. Being 12, I didn't really have a great concept of money yet. So I was like, oh, sick. Yeah, absolutely. I've had it now just kind of in my savings for probably six months because I knew at that point I knew for sure he was going to make it. I might buy a nice old TV, but uh, (laughs) we're going to buy a good TV. Nothing wrong with a little television. Buy yourself a good TV. Or better yet, get yourself a good radio. Got more on the way here on 1019 Jack FM. No!
What do you do for fun? We listen to funny morning radio. Where? On the radio. On the radio. That is fun. 101.9 Jack FM. So jackass is kind of a guilty pleasure for me. It's like eating fatty food. You know it's not good for you, but you still enjoy it. Johnny Knoxville and the rest of that jackass cast, they've gotten themselves into so many different crazy situations over the years. But believe it or not, there is actually a line that they draw when it comes to certain stunts. That line is probably quite a bit bolder now because uh, Knoxville suffered brain damage as a result of a stunt in their new movie, Jackass Forever. Have you seen that yet? There's a scene where he gets charged by a bull, broke his wrist and a few ribs, and suffered a concussion that caused brain hemorrhaging. So he still had a few stunts to do after that, but the doctor advised him not to do it. So he said, all right, you know what? I could step aside for a little while. Uh, Knoxville also is not a fan of stunts involving cold weather or cold water, and he revealed the one stunt that Steve-O won't do. I'm not super fearful of it, but uh, I don't like cold weather or cold water. I've done stuff in cold weather and cold water. I just It's just a hassle. But the guys do have irrational fears. Steve-O, who will let you put a hook in his mouth, chum up the ocean and then cast him out to sea to catch a shark with his body. You can do that to him, fine. But we tried to get him to bungee jump once for an episode and he was like, you dude, I'm not doing it. He could stick a hook in his mouth and use him to catch a shark with his body, but he won't bungee jump. Which seems funny because one is common practice and the other is, is far more death-defying. I've seen him jump out of an airplane like 80 feet in the air into the water. Or he jumps off bridges, does flips yeah. off bridges. It's like something that grandmas do. All right. Well, today is Thursday, February 24th. Have you got a birthday today? Well, here's a few celebrities you're sharing your birthday with. Ice Cube's son, O'Shea Jackson Jr., he turns 31 today. Floyd Merriweather Jr. is 45. Chad Hugo... From the Neptunes, he turns 48. Uh, Billy Zane is 56 today. Deborah Jo Rupp, who plays Kitty on that 70s show, she turns 71. And Rupert Holmes. If you like pina coladas. That's right. The guy who sings the pina colada song, he turns 75. A brief and sporadic look at a few things that happened on this date throughout history, like 201 years ago. Way, way back in 1821, Mexico declared its independence from their overlords in Spain. 136 years ago in 1886, Thomas Edison married 19-year-old Mina Miller in Akron, Ohio. They were the first couple to enjoy online sex chats. I guess after Edison taught her Morse code, him and Mina would communicate back and forth, tapping messages into each other's hands. He proposed by tapping the words, will you marry me? And she tapped back, yes. So hot. That's hot. 154 years ago in 1868, Andrew Johnson was the first president to be impeached. He's the guy that took office after Lincoln got assassinated. Johnson was hit with 11 articles of impeachment, mostly for firing someone the Senate had confirmed. Incidentally, uh, back in 1987, I was the first student council president to almost get impeached. But that's another story. (laughs) Another story for another time. 46 years ago in 1976, the Eagles' greatest hits became the very first album in the U.S. to be certified platinum for selling one million copies. That's not the Eagles! Way better than the Eagles. Nirvana. Kurt Cobain married Courtney Love on this date 30 years ago in 1992. They entered the bonds of holy matrimony, and shockingly, Kurt killed himself two years later. Elton John knighted by Queen Elizabeth in Buckingham Palace on this date 24 years ago. 19 years ago in 2003, Tommy Chong's bong business got raided by the feds. Hey, you want to get high, man? 
this how they do they got wooden balls, man. There's a great documentary on that. You can see how he totally got railroaded way back when. 16 years ago in 2006, Don Knotts and Dennis Weaver both died at the age of 81. And uh, what else? 11 years ago in 2011, the Space Shuttle Discovery launched for the first time. And there you have it. Just a few things that happened. On today's date in history. And let me ask you, are you still waiting on that cost of living raise to help with inflation? Because it looks like the kids have already got one. An annual poll found that the Tooth Fairy is now paying more than five bucks per tooth for the first time ever. Holy, holy crap. How much did you get from the Tooth Fairy when you were a kid? Because the going rate in those days, I, I remember getting like 25 cents tops. It never went beyond 25 cents. The average this year is $5.36 compared to $4.70 in 2021, which is also a record. That is a 14% jump in 12 months, about double the rate of inflation, which is around 7% this past year. So that's the average, $5 per tooth. Kids in the Northeast, they're getting the most at a whopping $7.36 per tooth. Children down south are next at $5.77, and then the Midwest, $4.27, while the kids out west getting uh, $4.08 per tooth. Now that's a story I can sink my teeth into. I'm just shocked that there's folding money and change involved. So uh, according to this new poll, with things at an all-time high, a message for new parents you may want to start saving. Tooth Fairy Savings and Loan has family plans to accommodate up to 10 children per family so you can afford to fill your child's brain with a make-believe fantasy figure. Open an account today at Tooth Fairy Savings and Loan and continue lying to your children tomorrow. Price per tooth adjusted for inflation. Tooth Fairy costume not included. Member FDIC. You want potato chips or tortilla chips? Tortilla chips. And why is that? And why is that? It's because today is National Chili Day and National Tortilla Chip Day. So this is fitting. Somebody asked people people to rank the best topping to put on chili and guess what tortilla chips rank high on the list I'm fixing to bring out the tortilla chips. We just need to mix it with some chili. And I couldn't agree more. In fact, these are the top five ways that we prefer to eat chili. Uh, the top five toppings are crackers, cornbread, sour cream, and tortilla chips. Also on the list, onions, hot sauce, and avocado. Avocado? What? what? I'm going to have to try that. 95% of people say that they like or love chili. 4% don't like it. They're nuts. And 1% dislike it enough to use use the word hate. I hate chili. How could you hate anything so meaty and wonderful? Also, they looked at the most popular ways people like to eat chili. How do you eat it? By the cupful? I prefer it in a bowl. In a bowl got the most votes, obviously, but it's not the only way we eat it. 12% of people prefer to eat it on a hot dog. A good old chili dog. 9% said in a bag of Fritos. Ooh, I didn't, I didn't know that. That's called a Frito pie. And 8% said chili fries is their favorite way to eat it. So really no wrong way to eat it. Do it today. National Chili Day. National Tortilla Chip Day. Get out there and celebrate it. Uh, there's a guy in the building here that actually eats it on spaghetti, which I think sounds ridiculous. Putting, I mean, you've got enough carbs already there, don't you? With the beans and everything, you got to put it on spaghetti as well. But like I said, no real wrong way to eat chili. Pepsi, by the way, is introducing a brand new and intense flavor. It's nitrogen-infused cola. Sort of like drinking some fuel from a Fast and Furious hot rod. Get ready for high-powered, nitro-burning, fuel-injected cola. It's nitrogen-infused soda in a can. First of its kind, regular or vanilla. You think you're getting a Pepsi. Something light, something bubbly, something refreshing. But no, you're getting a thick. 
homey mixture. It's Pepsi-flavored gravy. No carbonation like swallowing mud. Chewy like oatmeal. Scraping out of the can like dog food. Nitrogen-infused soda. Bring your spatula. Stupid criminals. Stupid criminals in the news. A lot of, a lot of dumb stuff happens at McDonald's. <laughs> I guess if you're going to completely mess up your life over a food, chicken nuggets are, are just as worthy as any, right? A 23-year-old woman named Lillian Barnett in Bedford County, Tennessee. Last week, she got into a massive argument with her girlfriend over chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. We don't know exactly what they're fighting about, but apparently it got physical. And when a cop came to arrest Lillian, she bit him. Maybe she's still hungry from not getting her nuggets. Anyway, she's facing a lot of charges. Aggravated assault on an officer, domestic assault, and disorderly conduct. <laughs> I'm loving it. A would-be thief who broke into a bakery found for all of his troubles, he'd trapped himself in a locked storeroom. He was captured on closed-circuit TV, stacking containers, chairs, and bins in a desperate attempt to climb up to the roof. Cameras rolled for a good 30 minutes as he attempted to scale the pile, crashing multiple times to the ground at least five times. The would-be burglar eventually freed himself and handed himself in. Always good to have an escape plan, and you never know where there's going to be cameras. Hidden cameras are everywhere. Two burglars rifling through an apartment were disturbed by police and jumped out of a window with a stash of jewelry. Soon afterwards, the police picked up the two men acting suspiciously. While in custody, one man became ill and needed hospital treatment. X-rays showed the problem. Two rings, a pendant, and a necklace all swallowed in haste. After swift surgery, the apartment owner identified the items, and police did the rest. You should never swallow jewelry. I swallowed a quarter once, but that was because my mom said she wanted to see a little change in me. There you go. There's your stupid criminals in the news on 101.9 Jack FM.